Welcome to That's Trash with Michael Wachowiak. I'm your guest host, Matt Gilbert. This week, I am joined by the wickedly talented Michelle Wazim. Sorry, I read that wrong. Our guest this week is none other than the wonderful Michael Wachowiak. He will be playing a trivia game, devisified by yours truly, testing how much shiz he really knows about Oz. Will he make it one short day in the Emerald City, or will he be murdered by a falling house and have his shoes stolen? It's time to find out during the Elikonomenomen Atumatum Trivia Hour. Welcome to That's Trash with Michael Wachowiak. I'm your guest host, Matt Gilbert. This week, I am joined by the incomparable Michael Wachowiak. Hi, Michael. Hello. <laughs> How Hi. are you? I'm good. I was just laying back and listening as someone else did all of the uh, introducing. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel that I've commandeered your podcast? Um, It's exciting. I was joking <laughs> Our friend Celine, because you've been doing so much work on this, which I love and appreciate. But I said to Celine, I go, does he know that I, that I just like wing it like 80% of the time? I know. Yeah. <laughs> I really wanted everyone to know that I didn't get any source material for today. But I do like, you know, like I didn't create a bibliography. Yeah, yeah, he, won't, he won't be giving <laughs> you a bibli- an annotated bibliography at the end. But if I got anything wrong... My source is the fact that I did a, a obscene amount of research for this. Yes, and I, I, I I'm going to get a whole bunch of shit wrong today. So I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. Um. Anyway, so today we will be playing a little trivia game uh, that's designed to test your knowledge of something that's very near and dear to your heart. Oh. And I know <laughs> that is the musical Wicked. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> Sorry. Um. <laughs> I'll explain the rules for the game in just a minute. Um, But first, as is tradition here at That's Trash, I have a little bio that I put together for you. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) Outside of his boring nine to five and his duties as my fiance slash personal secretary, (laughs) Michael is a (laughs) Buffalo... Michael is a Buffalo-born actor-singer-mover. Not (laughs) Director, choreographer, and stage manager who has worked for many theater companies in the Buffalo area. He is also a super cute cocktail server at Musical Fair Theater's premier cabaret lounge. Yes, I am. Please tip him well, folks. We've got a wedding to pay for. (laughs) Please do. (laughs) Michael is also a co-founder of the new theater company serving the Niagara Falls community called 13 Players, where he serves as the company's artistic director. (laughs) Yes. Besides his work in the theater, Michael consumes an alarming amount of live theater performances. I do. Pre-pan pizza, of course. Pan pizza! (laughs) Music, film, scripted television, reality television, and talk television. He's not lying to you when he says he watches The View every day. I've seen him do it. (laughs) You can check our DVR for receipts. More shockingly is the fact that he somehow retains all of this media intake in his pretty little noggin and manages to regurgitate it back to all of us, his listeners, in this lovely format called podcasting. But most importantly, for today's purposes, Michael claims to be an aficionado, nay, dare I say, an authority, on the theatrical phenomenon of the early aughts, Wicked. Jesus Christ. So, Michael, let's get the listeners an idea um, as to why you claim to be such a Wicked whiz. What have I agreed to? (laughs) I am the captain now. Yeah, I I am the captain now. (laughs) Felt right. (laughs) 
Um, so how many times have you seen Wicked performed live? 13 times. 13, okay. Mm-hmm. That's a little less than I thought. I thought it was 14. I- I'm pretty sure it's, th- I've put 13 on a spreadsheet, but also there were like, it came to shades a few different times where I went multiple times, so I, I could be off by one in either direction, but I'm pretty sure it's 13. Either way, listeners, he's seen the show many times. We're in like the teens now. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We're clearly, this is this has gone b- beyond being interested in something. We are clearly obsessed. When Broadway reopens, it'll be in... The 20s, anyway. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. Um, estimate for me, how many hours in the last week have you spent watching illegal bootleg videos featuring a performance from Wicked on YouTube? Three, and definitely, like, the prime time is, like, between the hours of, like, 1 and 2 a.m. Wow. Three yeah. hours. Again, that's much smaller than I thought you were going to say. Well, you just said this week. This week. If you asked me, like, this month, I'd probably say, like, <laughs> 10. Okay. All right, that that's that's more absurd. That's yeah, what yeah, I was looking yeah, for. Yeah. I believe that once upon a time, there was a message board that you were a part of. What was it called, please? <laughs> oh, I forgot. I told you about this. There used to be. Do you want me to like? Is I? I feel like I'm like on. I've been watching. I, oh yes, I want this to feel like a deposition. I was going to say I watched so much of my CBS <laughs> procedural, but I don't know if I'm supposed to expand on the question. Um, so if you just want the name, it was called Witches of Oz. Great. Going off yeah. of that, you were a moderator of I, Witches I, of Oz. For is that correct? a brief time, yes, I was. Yeah. Okay. Um. So for a brief time, how old were you? How old were you at the time? Oh God, how old was I at the time? I was probably fourteen because 14. I, I I couldn't. Drive because at that point I had friends. Wow! So. Did your parents know about your online activities at such a young? They age? actually, they <laughs> no, but they actually did because I I met someone who I'm still like I'm Facebook friends with and we still interact with each other. Liz, who um we have another mutual friend, uh, Joe, uh who they met each other in Disney. Um, I saw met her. We happened to get tickets to see Wicked in Toronto at the same time and like. I literally was like, Mom, I'm going to meet, like, one of my internet friends. It was her and and this other girl that we were friends with. So they did know because I met one of my internet friends in person. I'm not saying I want you to have been taken, you know, yeah. but I would kill to see Wahoo do the Liam Nielsen bit. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, very that. Specific no, I don't, even think, I don't even think I went. I think I think it was just my mom and I, and we, we, we met them at the stage door at the same time we met Megan Hilty and Shoshana Bean. Okay. Uh, what was your screen name? Oh, God. No, I know what it was. Sorry. Let me... It was... I think it was Wicked Warlock of the West. I think that's what it was. <laughs> what a nerd. Oh my God. Yeah, I was a ner- I was on a br- Wicked message board. It goes without saying. When was the last time you logged in? You know what? Um, maybe about five years ago because I was just curious if it... I, I believe, unfortunately, the website is now is now gone. Oh. And so, but, but like maybe five or six years ago, I was like... I didn't remember my login. So logging in is actually a long time. I tried to log in about five years ago when I saw it was still... It was still up. I have... I do have, I, do you have more questions on that? Because I do have like an, an achievement from that. that no, I, I just I, want one more thing on the okay. message board. I have to say, Oz bless the 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 wicked message boards. Yeah. Because so much of the research that I did for this came, I mean, I've got like all of these books that I got too. Yeah. But uh, so much came from the message boards and just these like people oh posting on the internet yeah. being like, this is my favorite made up word in wicked. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, wow. I didn't even catch that. I word. will <laughs> say, so there was a time where... Uh, there were like long threads. I mean, this is like at the peak of kind of message boards and that sort of stuff. There were these really long threads and like you would like only post in certain ones with like the, again, the like internet friends you made, like you would don't. And there was one that I started with a group of people and that was like, you know, you were like, I have clout. I'm the biggest fucking loser the more I say this, but <laughs> it was, I, I think it was called GIA. I think it was called the Greenify Adenis 
association and the like the the gag of it was we wanted Dina to do Wicked again <laughs> at the time. That was our thing. That, that was like a plausible. I would like to share that then they announced she was opening the London production of Wicked, and I was like, guys, we did it. We achieve so activism works. That's what I'm saying. Grass grassroots, <laughs> it works. There's proof right there. Anyway, <laughs> thank you. All right. Um. So we're just about ready to start our game. Um. Are you ready to hear the rules? I was. I thought that was the game. <laughs> I'm just you thought that was no, the game. I, I'm just kidding. I'm just oh kidding. no! 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 no. <laughs> um. All right. So here are the rules. I have prepared five categories of questions for you. They are defying source material. <laughs> the Ozian Dictionary. Oh, Jesus Christ. Ghosts of Witches Past. Okay. Spellbinding Theatrics. And finally, a change in the weather lightning round. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I, like that. <laughs> I figured you would. Um, each category is made up of 16 questions, not including what I'm calling flying monkey questions. <laughs> More on those later. <laughs> These questions are designed to test your wicked knowledge. Uh, each correct answer is worth two pointy hats added to your score. That's really a uh, sharp, don't you think? I, Mike, they need to they need to hire you. Make I know. A, make a board. Game. I am good. You are. Anyway, good. I feel like I've missed my calling as a Dungeons and you Dragons. Have. You, yeah, you actually have. Uh, DM. Uh, never played the game, but uh, very interested. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, so, where was I in this? Each category has optional flying monkey questions, which you can choose to answer or not. Okay. If you decide not to answer a flying monkey question, nothing will happen to your score. Okay. If you decide to give an answer to a flying monkey question, you will roll a six-sided die, mm -hmm. which corresponds to the point value that will be added or subtracted from your score based on the correctness of the answer that you give. Okay. All right. I will read the flying monkey question before you have to decide whether or not you'll answer it. Okay. All right. Just a little more here. At the end of the game, your wicked knowledge will have been, I suppose, less than scientifically appraised, and you will fall into one of the following categories. A score of 160 pointy hats or higher makes you the Wizard of Oz. Oh, great. 80 pointy hats to 120 pointy hats. Oh, I skipped one. 120 pointy hats to 160 pointy hats makes you the Governor of Munchkinland. Oh, ugh. <laughs> 80 to 120 makes you late for Wizomania. Oh, but that's that's okay. Those things are weird. <laughs> 40 to 80 makes you some brat from Kansas with a bucket of water and stolen shoes. That's probably me. And finally, if you score less than 40 points, you've been murdered by a falling house. I was going to say, if I score less than 40 points, we're not posting this. <laughs> <laughs> um, without any help from any flying monkeys, you will need to answer every regular question in each category correctly to achieve the top ranking. Oh, God, yeah, well, that's... Well, we'll see. We'll ready to play? I am ready. Good fortune, witch hunter. <laughs> because I'm feeling generous today, I'm going to give you the opportunity to start with a flying monkey question. Okay. All right? You have 60 seconds. Okay. To summarize the plot of Wicked for our listeners. Oh, God. Okay. Ready? So do you want to do this one? Yes. Okay, roll your die. Okay. What five. are we? Five. Ooh, that's good. So for five pointy hats... You've got one, it, one wicked minute <laughs> to describe the plot of Wicked. Ready? Okay. And go! So the show, the show is told in flashback. Glenda 
comes down, they're celebrating the death of the witch. Someone says they knew, that Glinda knew the witch. It goes to school where uh, Alphaba and her sister show up uh, and Alphaba has special powers. So Manamorable says, oh, you look cruel. Also, in the beginning, uh, there was a wizard guy and he was dancing with Alphaba's mom. Then Alphaba and Glinda eventually become friends uh, and they eventually go to the Emerald City uh, to meet the wizard, which is what they want to do. But then it turns out the wizard uh, wants to silence the animals, which Alphaba does not like. Uh, and so she leaves and defies gravity and Glinda sa- and she tells Glinda, it's okay, you can stay. Act two, Glinda is now basically in charge. Alphaba is on the run. Uh, and they use Alphaba's... Uh, 15 seconds. S- they use Alphaba's sister to trap Alphaba. And then also the wizard and Manamorable Ma- uh, know the whole thing and they melt her and then turns out she's not dead after all and Glinda can't know. And that's the end. And we had two seconds to spare. I skipped some stuff, but that's basically the plot of Wicked. You can't, you can't say that isn't the plot no, of Wicked. No, you got it. You yeah. got it. I will give you those five pointy hats for that. Congratulations. We have points on the board. Love it. All right. So moving ahead, let's start our first category of real questions here. This is called Defying Source Material. Okay. In this section, I'll ask you questions about the various novels and films without which we wouldn't have had the musical Wicked. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. On May 15th, 1900, this book was published on its author's 44th birthday. The Wizard of Oz. I'll accept it. The full title is... The Wonderful Wizard of Oz. Thank you. What was the author's name? Frank L. Baum. B-A-U-M. L. Frank Baum. Thank Thank you. you. (laughs) There we go. All right. We've got another flying monkey option right now. Love it. I'll take it. If you can tell me what the L in L. Frank Baum stands for. Oh, you want to take it? Do you want not, do no, you want to skip I, I it? Don't, I don't want to take it. You don't I, want to take it? I do not have an answer. Oh, wow. He said he was an authority, guys. I said I had authority on Wicked, not the Wizard of Oz, ma'am. Thank I, you. I suppose. Thank I you. Suppose. What All right. It, what well, no for, points for that one, but it is Lyman. Lyman Frank Baum is yeah, his full I name. I never got that. Moving on. Mm-hmm. The third question in this category is, which of these is not a title of a Baum sequel set in the Oz universe? Okay. Glinda of Oz, the Patchwork Girl of Oz, the Royal Lion of Oz, TikTok of Oz. Oh, that's all of them. <laughs> so it was TikTok of Oz, the Golden Lion, Patchwork, and Glinda. The Royal Lion of Oz. That's the Royal right. Lion of Oz. I think it's Glinda. Glinda of Oz. Yeah, is incorrect. Oh, uh, which which one is it? The one that is not a book set in the Oz universe, written by Frank. Uh, <laughs> you you messed me up. L. Yeah. Frank Baum was the Royal Lion of Oz. Oh yeah, because I because I, I did know about the patchwork and I knew about the um what was the last TikTok. One? Yes, I knew about the TikTok. I was hoping that with the rise of the app TikTok, I could throw you no, because I because because I've 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 read some of the sequels. Moving on! <laughs> True or false, Baum is credited as the only book writer for the 1903 Broadway stage adaptation of The Wizard of Oz. False. That is false. Good yeah. job. Got another flying monkey. Sure. Yeah. Who is the other book oh, writer? No, I, I I do not know. Okay, so we're not going to roll for that one. It no. is Glenn McDonough. Yeah, I would have not known that. Fun fact, Glenn McDonough was hired as a joke writer to fix Baum's boring version of the script after Baum had finished all of his work on it. And I believe that because and he, even then that, that, that book could use some work. Even so. All right. On August 15th, 1939, MGM's The Wonderful Wizard of Oz premiered at the Grumman's Chinese Theater. Uh, what was the name of the actress who played the Wicked Witch of the West? Margaret Hamilton. Good job. That is correct. How many Oscar nominations did that film receive? Huh. 
You know, this is purely a number I'm going to guess because I know Judy Garland was not nominated, but she got a special um, childhood award. And so I, hmm, eight. Mm. That was a guess. Is it like seven or six? It's five. It's five. Okay. Five. Um, there is a flying monkey for this one. If you can tell me what the nominations were for. Oh, okay. So it's five. Roll. Yes. One point. Well, one point. Low right. stakes. Yeah. Uh, pitcher. Uh, this is back when they used to break them out, so I don't know if it's like black and white or color. But I'm gonna say pitcher. Uh, is there one that's like art direction or scenic, something like that? Best art direction. Yep. That's right. Um, is there? I didn't have a visual effects one. Um, score. Best original no score. score. Um, best original song. Best original song. And there's a fifth one. Is it the Judy Garland? Like, it's not the special award. It is not. Um, so I'm gonna say. Hmm, you were on it earlier. You almost said it. It's not visual because they didn't have it. It's best special effects. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah, there it is. I Sorry, I, I, I wasn't aware if the category existed yet. Oh, he wasn't aware. Yeah. The authority wasn't aware. Wow. Well, I got one point on that, but I yeah. did. Well, you did okay. get him. Um, fun fact. Well, I, I'll, I'll ask you. This one isn't, isn't for any points. Yeah. What was the best song that it won for? It's over the it's over the rainbow. It is over the which rainbow. was almost cut from the movie. Is, was it really? Oh yeah. Oh, oh there's like there's ver- test versions of it where they were like cut that song. It's awful. Oh, wow, hundred percent. What that's that's a lot. Yep. All right. What were the Oscars that it won? You know, one of them we just did, we just talked about it. It, it won the the uh, best song. It probably won best score. That's as correct. Well, two pointy hats. Yep. Another flying monkey. Okay. Oh, f- never mind. This one was a flying monkey, and I already ruined it. What was the the song that it was? Luckily, I'll, it's your own. You game. can roll if you want. I was gonna say, I'll give you the points for that because you knew it. Luckily, it's your own game, so the rules can be whatever. Five, five points for that one. Good wow. job. Wow, it makes up for the fact that I got one point for guessing all five. <laughs> That's right. <Yeah. laughs> all right. Next question. Question eight. Uh-huh. Public office is the last refuge of the incompetent. Is a quote from what film adaptation of The Wonderful Wizard of Oz? The Wiz. The Wiz. Flying monkey. Who says it? Can you, you say? Roll? Can you say the line again? Public office is the last refuge of the incompetent. I'm gonna. I'm gonna roll. It's a three, and I'm gonna say it's said by the wizard or by the Wiz. I believe it is said by the scarecrow. Oh, I believe that. Yeah. All right. So that's minus three yeah, points well, to I your tried. score. I tried. Okay, moving on now. What is the full title of the 1995 novel by Gregory Maguire set in Baum's Land of Oz? Yep, it's called It's Wicked, and it's got a... uh, Oh, Wicked, the untold true story of the Witches of Oz? That is not correct. Oh, what is it? Wicked, the life and times of the Wicked The life and times of the Wicked of the West. West. Yeah, I didn't get it right, but yeah, as soon as you said the life and times... (laughs) I think um, the musical had a subtitle at one point. I think it does. Like I the think untold it did. true story. Yeah, or, right. Or a tagline or something. Yeah. Right. I, I remember that too. How did Maguire come up with the name for his protagonist, Alphaba? Oh, it's, um, oh, I know this. Alphaba, it's, I wish I could write it out because it's something backwards. Nope. Oh, it's a, it's like a word jumble. Oh, it's it's L. Frank Baum's name. It's his initials. Jumbled. LFB. Yes, Alpha there we go. Bub. I knew it. I knew it. You got it. You got it. It took a minute. Well, we got there. According to Maguire's... Oh, this is a hard one. I'm sure. You're not going to know this one. It's, According it's to Maguire's map... I've read the book. How many regions make up the land of Oz? Munchkin land. Wherever the Kamikako place where the castle is. Uh, 
There's two. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just say five. I don't know. Five. Six. Okay. Well. I think, according to my studying of that map in the front of the book, I guess I counted so. six. Okay. I trust they you. are Munchkinland, Quadling Country, <laughs> Quadling Country. Say that one ten times fast. Uh-huh. The Vincus. Oh yeah. Oogaboo, <laughs> Gillikin, and the Glickus. I'm not saying you're you're not incorrect. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I, you also could have made those the up. The map and it does been. say that Oogaboo is contested territory, so maybe that one doesn't count. No. You know what? We'll give it to you we'll for give five. It's we'll give it to you for five. Ter- I'm done. Continue, please. <laughs> we'll give it to you for two, I mean. It's two a points. land dispute. Okay, moving on. The question at the heart of Maguire's novel is, are people born wicked, or do they have wickedness thrust upon them? Uh-huh. What world political leader, prominent in the early 1990s, prompted Maguire to comp- contemplate the nature of evil? Um, oh, the early 90s. It's not Gorbachev, because that's Reagan and that's the 80s. Early 90s. Oh, is it Putin? It is not. Wait, hold on. Let me give, give me one, one more chance. You can guess again. Uh, it's it's a it's a world leader in the nineties. Is it Saddam Hussein? It is Saddam there Hussein. There we go. Good I, job. Nineties <laughs> Gulf War took me a second. <laughs> uh, the dragon uh-huh. featured in the set design of the musical Wicked is based off of what element from Maguire's novel? The time dragon clock. Time clock dragon. I'll give it to you. Yeah. And another flying monkey now. Okay, I'll take it. The dragon has different nicknames on Broadway and the West End. What are they? I don't know this, so... Okay, so you're not going to take that flying monkey? No. All right. On Broadway, that dragon's name is Oswald. (laughs) On the West End, it's Percival. I... I love that, but I, I yeah, there's no no way I knew that, but I do love Percival. See, that was one that I thought you would know, honestly. No, well, like, yeah. that's like an obscure enough fact that I thought was going to be. But I also wonder like how long they've had those brain. names. Like I wonder. That is true. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's something did, that goes back to 2003 or did if that's... the did the children make them up recently? Anyway, sorry. The children. I think it's the cast that. Made oh, them okay. Up. Well, that's right. at least the impression I got when I, I read I believe that it. fact. I believe it. All right, Stephen Schwartz, okay. who wrote the music and lyrics to the musical Wicked, first heard about Maguire's novel while on vacation where? Mexico. Hawaii. Ah, it was my second one. Fuck. The book writer for the musical Wicked also created the television drama My So-Called Life. Uh-huh. What is her name? Winnie Holtzman. Good job. She's also writing the s- screenplay for the movie. True or False. Schwartz already had the opening lines of the show written when he first met with McGuire to try and convince him to let him adapt his novel for the stage. I believe so, because I think he knew that they were trying to make it into an animated movie, and I think he went with material because he had to convince them that it needed to be a musical. That's right. Yeah, he had the opening lyrics of No One Mourns the Wicked uh-huh. uh, when, when he met with McGuire in order to get the, the rights for the show moving right along that was the last question of our first category oh wow defying okay. source material okay so we'll move right along now into and those are the ones i was worried about so oh wow hopefully it gets easier for, i think it will honestly for me at least. i think i think that that is one of the harder sections of yeah. this <laughs> <laughs> all right so next we'll move on to our next category which is the Aussian dictionary Wicked is full of whimsical made-up words. In this category, I will quiz you on your knowledge of Aussian linguification. Okay. There are two parts to this category. In the first part, I'll give you three words. One is a real word used in Wicked. 
One is a made-up word used in Wicked, uh-huh. and one is a fake word made up by me. Fa- a fake word you made up. <laughs> Fun fact, there is a fake word in every scene of Wicked. Oh, I did not know that yeah. either. Uh-huh. Um, your job is to tell me which of the following words is which. Okay. All right, so each Oh, wo- so I have to, like, I, I identify have to tell which me, is... Yeah, which one's real, which one's fake, and which one's from Wicked. Okay, got it. Yep. All right, each one of these correct attributions will get you two pointy hats. <laughs> okay. All right, so our first set of three... Are outuendo, explicating, and manifestorium. Okay, that's hard. So you said outuendo and manifestorium are two that you both listed? And they're both in Wicked? Yeah. I don't think manifestorium is in Wicked, only because I had a script of Wicked and I yeah. was control finding, yeah. you know, with my with your computer <laughs> um, in order to write this question. And manifestorium is not listed in the script. So it might be one that said but it's not actually Or part maybe of it's an alter because I do well so okay I'll answer the easy part. Outuendo is in Wicked. You you think you made up the last one? Or that's not like you it, for the, It's not that I made it up. Yes, yeah, but the, the 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 last one is the is the one that's not in Wicked and the middle one is the like real word that just That's right. Is Manifestorium in I Wicked? think so in the scene where uh right before Defying Gravity when Madame Marble has the speech, I believe she says uh, like her outward manifestorium. I believe she says it. We can look it up later. Yeah, we'll look that one up on the break. Yeah, contested. That one's contested. Audience members. Just so, uh, <laughs> but I keep, know if you're keeping score. At I home. know innuendo, outuendo is Glinda in the first scene of the show. That's right. Maybe not. I don't remember. Yeah, it's after they say. Is it in Thank Goodness or is it in the the first number? I think it's after they say you were her, you were her friend, and she's like, "I know there's been much speculation." Innuendo, outuendo. Had I done more research, I probably wouldn't know. Oh, I do have all that, of that. That's also why somewhere. you're asking. The point is that you're asking me because yeah, I'm, honestly, I'm, really, I'm, the whole I'm reason why I wanted know. to play this game with you is that this is really one of my favorite things to do with you is just like sit in our living room and be like, "Who won the Oscar for this in 1933?" <laughs> you know who. who yeah, it's but, a really fun game, and he knows it. Yeah, he knows I, the answer usually, to these things. I usually do. And if he doesn't, he, like, Googles it and finds it in, like, 0.3 seconds, <laughs> which seconds. is just as good as knowing it. If you know exactly where to go to in the internet to find something, that's just as good as knowing it in the, your actual The you internet. Know, lots, of, lots of stuff out there. All right. So, moving on. Our next set of three are okay. Oz Speed, Surreptitially, and Ballyhoo. Oz Speed. Surreptitially is in Wicked. Yes, it is. Um, Ballyhoo is a real word that's not in Wicked, and Oz Speed is one you made up. Real words that are not in Wicked is not a category. Well, what's the third category then? Is made up. So, Ma- so Ballyhoo is, so is a word is, is a real word that is in Wicked. Okay, and Oz Speed you made up. And Oz Speed I made up. Okay, great. Good. So that's plus two for that one. Okay. Next set is pronouncement sincerely demanderating. I don't think sincerely is in Wicked. That's correct. And what are the other two? Pronounce, pronouncement, demanderating. Demanderating. I'm sorry. I'm confused. What are the other? What are my other two options now? Real, a real word that you could find in yeah, Merriam-Webster, yeah, yeah. and or one that you... a fake word that is in Wicked. Also, oh, there's so there's two fake words in Wicked in each in each one. No. <laughs> Okay, there's I, I, a real word that's in Wicked, a fake word that's in Wicked. Oh, I understand the game, though! I've been playing and didn't get it! You're saying that there's... Wicked has 
um, has uh, words in it that sound fake but are real and also fake words, I understand. That's okay. right. So, um, which, what's the, the first one I just said? You said, sinceriously is, is, a, fake is a fake word, word that is in, not in Wicked. Not in Wicked. Give me the three words again. Pronouncement. Yeah. Sincereously. Demanderating. So, sincereously is, no, is not in Wicked. That's correct. And de- demanderating is in Wicked. That's no, right. And Both then, of the other two words are going to be in Wicked now. Yeah. At this point. <laughs> yes. And p- pronouncement is just like a legit word. It's just word. a real word. Yeah. Yep. You got it. Okay. All right, our next set. We've got three more of these. Oh, Jesus Christ. Looking back, I made too many of this kind. It's fine, it's fine. Excitified. Hoi polloi, linguification. Hoi polloi and linguification are both in Wicked. Uh, this is how I'm going to play this game That's now. fine. Those two are I'll both... i accept that. Those two are both in Wicked and the first one is not. Very good. Disturberance, stupefied, limalicious. Well, limalicious is not in Wicked. The other, the other two are. That's right. Verdigree, moodified, Gratuitation. Sorry, that's not right. Gratitution. <laughs> Gratitution isn't isn't wicked, and so is the first one because it's a lyric in the Wizard and I. That's not correct. Oh, so is it the first two? The first two are in wicked. Oh, Gratitution not. is not. Verdigree is used in uh, the Wizard and I. Moodified. I can look up and figure out. I have that one written down in my. Moodified is used by Galinda, and she says it. To Alphaba about Fiero. Oh, yeah. And, the, you know, the, the, the last one sound, it reminded me of Congratulations, which maybe you, you may have, but is, is in... Gratitution, the, yeah. yeah. No, in, that is a goodness. fake word. Well, I got it wrong. I made up. We all make mistakes! All right. This next section is a little less convoluted. Okay. Love it. Hey, I eventually figured that one out. <laughs> we got there. Yeah. Um, All of the words in this section are made-up words that appear somewhere in Wicked. Okay. Your job now is to tell me what character in Wicked says each of these okay. words. Okay, yep. Um, following each one of these, you have the opportunity to roll your die for the flying monkey points if you can tell me the context the, that the word yeah, is okay. set in. Okay, yeah. Okay? So, the first word is disgustified. Disgust. Um, I'm going to say it's manamorable. That's incorrect. Okay, well, then I am not rolling the die uh, to tell you any more about that. That is said to Galinda about Alphaba in What Is This Feeling by the Shiz. Oh, yeah, disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Moving on, we have Swankified. Swankified is uh, said by Fiero, and I will roll the die for three points to tell you um, it's during Dancing Through Life when he asks, What's the most swankified place in town? Very good. Next, we have Definish. Definish is manamorable, and That's it's right. roll the die. One point. Ah, oh, fuck. It's where she said in the in the Wizard and I, the part that should be its own separate track, where she's like a definish chance. That's right. Yes, thank you. The next word is degreenify. Degreenify is alphaba. For one point, she <laughs> says it during the Wizard and I. Very good. Fuck this dice. <laughs> the next one is discoverate. Oh. Discoverate. Oh, I think I, is it Doctor Dillamond? It's not. Oh, then I don't know who it is. It's Galinda. She oh, okay. says it to Alphaba when she tries to say when Alphaba is trying to save Doctor Dillamond in Daz's dungeon. Oh, okay, yes, yeah, that yeah. one. Yeah. All right. The next one, scandalous. Is that Galinda? That is Galinda. And You're right. Does she? I'll I'll roll, roll the die. Oh God, for five, and I'm probably going to get it wrong. I think she says it at the top of Act Two when she's addressing. The people? And, th- and thank goodness? She says it to Bach. 
at, oh, about Fiero yeah. when he first arrives at Shiz okay, University. Okay, well, I get minus five. The next one is Osmopolitan. Oh, that's Glinda. That's right. And I will roll the die. For one, this die hates me. Uh, <laughs> she says that during one short day. That's right. The next one is Braverism. On the day you were for summoned. Do not... That is, um, it's Madame Morrible. It is Madame Morrible. For one point. Oh my God. She says it about Fierro during, thank goodness. Braverism. I think she says it about Glinda. On the day you were for summoned. But she does say it in thank goodness. So, so I will did not give tell it to you. you why. Oh yeah, no, it is about Glinda. Glinda That's the okay. good officially. You know what song it was in. That's enough. Yes. What was the point value? One. Oh, great. It's never anything but one. <laughs> the next one, two more of these. Okay. Is confusifying. Well, if I guess, there's no points off. Um, I'm trying to think of just characters that like I haven't said yet. That's the wrong way to think about it. Okay, then I'm going to go with Glinda. That's right. Confusifying, and I, but I'm not going to roll. Not, you I, don't know I, when. I, I don't know when she says so, it. So she says that to the Ozians about Elphaba at the beginning of the show yeah. when they ask her why wickedness happens. Yes. It's part of No One Mourns the Wicked. Uh, the last word for this section is hideous. That's Manamorable. No? That's incorrect. Oh, it is Glinda is it? again. Oh, damn. And she says it to her friends, Shen Shen and Fanny. Yeah, okay. About I w- the black pointy hat that she will eventually I wish a question would have been if I could have named them, because, girl, I could have named them. I don't, forget, <laughs> I, don't, I don't forget about Shen Shen. We're not here for the Shen Shen erasure here. No, no. All right. So that is our first two categories completed. Wow, we'll okay. take a quick break uh-huh. next for me to calculate your point. Totals. <laughs> I love it. And then um, I'll share that with uh, with you when we come back. Yes. Welcome back. We here we are again at the Wicked Trivia Hour. Here, yeah, Michael. Well, during our break here, I calculated our our point values, and Michael has. So far, accumulated 46 points. That places him as some brat from Kansas with a bucket of water and stolen shoes. So I won't be dead. And so we will post the episode. Good you to hear. You could get enough oh, negative oh. points to I, send you back there. I think I'll be okay. But I think you'll be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we ready to keep going? Oh, I'm ready now. We're ready. All right. So our next category is called Ghosts of Witches Past. Oh, ooh, Okay. This is one area where I know your wicked knowledge really um, shines. Hopefully. Let's see. <laughs> um, so, uh, a little story for our, our listeners here. Once, not too long ago, Michael and I were sitting in our living room here in our home, and practically out of nowhere, he bragged to me that he could probably name all of the performers who have played <gasps> Alphaba on Broadway in order. Oh, no. Dear listeners, I need you to know I never asked. No, he didn't. But I am today, oh, Michael, fuck. for one point he had each, list the first ten, just the first okay, ten okay. actresses to play Alphaba on Broadway full-time. Oh, I might be able to do this. Okay, so obviously Adina, Adina Menzel, followed by Shoshana Bean, followed by, oh, see, now now the order is going to, is what's going to, it's what's going to fuck me, but Shoshana Bean, I think, is then followed by, I'm just trying to think time-wise, 2003 goes into 2004. Adina leaves at some point. I think um, it's trying to be 2005. Is Eden Espinosa third? That's correct. Okay, great. Eden Espinosa's third. After Eden Espinosa, is it Julia Marney? There's one okay, before. There's, there's one before. 
Uh, this one before Julia Murney. Uh, I'll give it to you if you don't no, know. You can no, keep going no, still. No, I, I know. Who the hell? It, so early on. Who am I? Who am I just? I had Adina, Shoshana Bean, Eden Espinosa. It's going to be a fa- I, I'm going to be mad when I find Can I, can I get a hint? Uh, first name starts with an A. Oh, Anna Gasteyer. That's Duh. right. Then comes Julia Murney. That's right. Then after Julia Murney is Stephanie J. Block. That's correct. And so what am I up to now? That is six. Six? Four more. Okay, now it's going to get a little a little tricky. After Stephanie J. Block, I want to say it's... And there's no there's no repeats in the first ten, is there? No, I didn't count anybody that came Anyone back who, to like, the show. came back That's to the right. show? I'm going to say... Is Carrie Ellis in the ten? She's not. Okay. Uh, is it... What does their name start with? First name starts with an M. M. This is like... A che- like, that's cheating, but that's fine for me. First name starts with an M? Unless I'm wrong. No, no, no. I, I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I mean, it's entirely I, possible. The no, internet no, lies all the I time. I don't think you're wrong. I'm just shocked that this is not coming to me. I will... I will... What is... Number seven. M is Mandy Gonzalez. Mandy Gonzalez. Okay. Mandy Mandy Gonzalez, and then after Mandy Gonzalez, yeah. Oh, I'm okay. What is what does it start with? With a T. Teal Wicks. That's right. Mm-hmm. And then we are at two more. Two more is one of them. Lindsay Mendez. The next one is Lindsay, Lindsay Mendez. <gasps> Evan is the next one. Is Jackie Burns in the ten? No. Okay. Lindsay Mendez. Is it a German name? Uh. Not incredibly. Okay, yeah, no. There's like one that's like Wilhelm. No. Yeah, no, no. Um, who replaces after Mandy Gonzalez? And you said there's we didn't count any repeats. What does it start with? With a J. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Jessica Voss. Jessica. Oh my. So okay. So you know what? What tripped me? And it's you did it the right way. What tripped me up is the time because there's so many repeats mm-hmm. in there. People came back. And... I do think. I do think you're wrong. <laughs> Yeah, about what now? Because uh, I, because there's Jackie Burns is in there before Jessica Moss. Well, you can take it up with the internet. I, I, but I'm just saying, I, I, you can still give me the minus the two that I didn't get. No, there's no I, minus points. You just didn't get those points. Any of them? No, you got the points. Okay, you go, got go, go, go. you got eight points. Eight in points. That. Okay, 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 okay. All right, that was fun, wasn't it? That was fun. Yeah, the beginning obviously is easy because they are all like all those first five or they're all iconic women, but those first five or six women like are icons of like the musical theater and so that that's easy to say anyway continue let's see if you can do it with the galindas oh okay okay, okay <laughs> that's okay, our okay. next one again one pointy hat for each name ten? you can yeah the first this 10 is, galindas this is gonna be harder but the, obviously the first one is christian chenoweth that's right the second one is jennifer laura thompson that's right the third one is megan hilty that's correct the fourth one is kate rinders that's right uh the fifth why, why is this easier i don't know the fi- well because you know what because you gave me you gave me the alpha buzz so I can pair them after oh. after Kate Reinders. It's Kendra Kassebaum. That's right. Because and it's also easy for me because I saw Kendra Kassebaum and Julia Murney. So that's an, a way for me to parse out. Like, Don't get ahead of yourself. Maybe the that's year. the next question. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I had Kendra Kassebaum. Hmm. Now, yeah. See, now it's gonna be like, oh, I don't fucking no. Do you want a hint? Wait. We've seen the next one. We've seen not the next? in Wicked, but we've seen her in something. Oh, it's Katie Rose Clark. Mm. No. Not according to my list. Okay. Is Katie Rose Clark in the list? No. Because we did. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yes, Katie we, Rose Clark we is. We did see her in Miss Saigon. She played um, Ellen. Chris, what's haunting you? 
Okay. Uh, starts, with starts with an A. Starts with an A. Annalie Ashford. That's correct. Yes. We saw her in Sunday in the Park with George. We did. And you have four more now. And the next one isn't Katie Rose Clark? No. Okay. You have two more before Katie Rose Clark. Oh, so she's she's eight then? That's She's nine. She's nine? Okay. So I had Annalie Ashford. What does it, what does it start with? Another A. Allie Mozzie. That's right. Wow. See when you when I when I when I get the letter, it, it's not <laughs> it it's not hard. I need the next letter. Uh, the next one starts with an E. An E. Oh, it's um um uh her name is Erin, isn't it? That's right. Her name is Erin. Oh my God, what's her last name? I'll she give, she's a redhead. Her I'll name, give you the point if you. If, and it's spelled E R I N. Hold on, Erin right. Mackey. Erin Mackey. That's right. Thank you. You fought for that one, ladies and I gentlemen. I did, I did, I did. I'm, like, looking off at nothing. I'm just, like, staring at the window. Like, I know it, Aaron Mackey. Number nine. That's Katie Rose Clark. That's Katie Rose Clark. And finally, the last one in our top, or in our first ten, Glinda's. Um, what does it start with? With a C. Christina DeCicio? No, she only did it on tour. Um, <laughs> thank you for that aside for no one. Um, <laughs> it starts with a C. Oh, um... Is it Chandra? It is. Lee Schwartz? Yes. Fun fact, saw her in the High School Musical Tour oh, wow. at Shays as Sharpay. She was not good in Wicked. Mm-hmm. Anyway, saw her too. So next we've got a flying monkey. You don't have to roll for this one. Okay. Just tell me how many like of those 20 actresses that we just listed off, how many have you seen play their respective roles, Alphabet or Glinda? I saw Shoshana Bean and Megan Hilty together in Toronto. I saw Julia Murney and uh, Kendra Kassebaum on Sorry, Broadway. Hold on. Slow Sorry. down. Sorry. So it was Julia Murney and Kendra Kassebaum. Thank you. I saw them on Broadway. Tried to see Kitty Rose Clark on tour about six times, but it looks like she had other things to do those days. I did see Chandra Lee Schwartz as uh, Glinda, as I mentioned. I didn't love it. I didn't see Mandy Gonzalez. I didn't see. Stephanie J. Block. I didn't see Eden Espinosa. I didn't see. Oh, I saw. I saw Jessica Bosk, uh, which we will go with because that's what your list says. But even though I don't believe that <laughs> it was her, I did. I have seen her. I did not see Jennifer Laura Thompson. I did not see. Uh... Guys, I want you to know that he's not looking at my list right now. Yeah, no, no, I know. I'm just, just I'm like, going off of my these own. out of his memory from like three minutes ago <laughs> yes. and just like go. Because what you said, yeah, because really, well, what you said, the names. I'm like, oh yeah, uh, I haven't <laughs> seen Aaron Mackey. Can you read off like the top list of the Alphabos, like the uh, the t- like the five through ten, five through ten? Yeah, uh, Julia Murney, Stephanie J. Block, Mandy Gonzalez, Teal Wicks, Lindsay Mendez, Jessica Voss. Yep, no, I haven't seen. It. Uh, I saw Jessica Voss, and then the 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 same for the Glindas. The five, the last yeah. five: mm-hmm. Kendra Kassenbaum, Annalie Ashford, Ali Mozzi. Aaron Mackey, Katie Rose Clark, and Chandra Lee. Yeah. No, so all the ones I named earlier I saw, I, did, I didn't see any, anybody else. Cool. So that is an additional one, two, three, four, five, six points added to your score. Love that for me. Love that for you. I've only seen Wicked on Broadway once, which is something I need to wow. correct. That well, is surprising. Well, because when you go... And it also like, like comes to Buffalo every... Well, th- and that's every, why I've seen I mean, it so much. Recently, but like, but when you <laughs> go to New York, you want to see something new. And so, but right. when Broadway reopens... We will be seeing Wicked anyway. Oh, good. I I would also like to see Broadway on Wicked. I've seen the tour with you yes. multiple times. I had seen the tour, I think, at least twice before I had ever met you. Um, but I, I think seeing it on Broadway would be. If cool. you haven't seen it, a the lobby's fucking cool, and like there's just stuff they can do. Like you get to see her come out of the trap door for no good deed, and then the lift is faster and everything. Yeah, it's you should just see it Broadway if you can. Yeah. Let's do it. Yes. <laughs> All right. So moving on. 
Uh, next, I need to share an unfortunate statistic. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, I know what this is. Between the Broadway and West End productions, only one black actress has ever played Elphaba full-time. Is that correct? Oh, between... Well, yeah, because none of them have been on Broadway, so it must have been a West End actress. Okay, good job. Yeah. So, I don't know uh, the, name, the, the question is, what is her name and on what side of the porn di- pond did she perform? Unfortunately, I don't know her name because I don't really know much about the West End production. I'll give you a half credit But I will that. say that I know that it was on the West End because I know it wasn't on Broadway, unfortunately. I'll give you half credit for that. That's one point he had added to your score. Her name is Alexia Kadim. Oh, well, good for... Oh, you know what? I've seen... Now you say I her name. I've seen, like, the bootlegs, yes. All right. Sadly, the same statistic applies to Galinda. Again... Brittany Johnson, she's t- in the U.S. company. <laughs> That's right. For Two Pointy Hats, what's the name of the only black actress to play Glinda full-time? Brittany Johnson, we and she is in the We watched a her, like, a week ago. We did. Yeah. I knew you'd get that one. Yep. And we love her, like, different colored wig. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Here for that. Lastly, last question... Less questions for this category. I'm sorry, there's four more left here. I would be remiss if I didn't mention some notable firsts, some uh, great performers that originated these roles in Wicked. Mm-hmm. So I'll give you the role, you tell me can I also the get actor two, or actress that plays them. Can I also get two bonus points right now if I can tell you the two um, black women who have um, played Alphabon Broadway as standbys? Yeah, I mean, you could lie uh, to me. I, I don't have Saycon, it Say Khan, who's actually now a Tony nominee, and Brandy Siobhan Macy. Cool. That's two extra points added to your score. (laughs) All right. Uh, So uh, back to our notable firsts here. I'll give you the character name. You tell me the actor or actress that originated. Madam Morrible. Carol Shelley. That's right. The Wizard. Joel Gray. That's right. Fierro. Norbert Leo Butts. That's correct. And finally, Nessa Rose. Michelle Federer. That's Who's actually married to Norbert Leo Butts. I didn't know that either. Didn't? Norman Leo Butts used to be married to somebody else famous. Am I making that you're up? You're just thinking of the last five years. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're just thinking of Sherry Renee Scott. Maybe. That's yeah. entirely possible, yeah. I suppose. All right. Very good. So that is the end of that category okay. called Ghosts of Witches Past. I thought you were going to ask me about Dr. D- Dr. Dillerman, which I also could have answered. But anyway. I had that one in there, but nope. I decided I that you. I know uh, Dr. Dillerman is not your favorite no yeah. uh, track in the yeah. show it's who so I, it's I figured... who i'll play but it's not my favorite track anyway no continue. you would play the person in dancing through life who walks <laughs> who around out the... with the drinks <laughs> very very me <laughs> that is anyway that is the role that was made for you it, correct literally you got horns and shit yeah anyway so we'll move on next to okay. our fourth category Two more to go now. This next category is called Spellbinding Theatrics. So, for this category, you'll have to answer questions about the Broadway production of Wicked. These questions will relate to the show's artistic team, special effects, and general production knowledge. Okay. All right. Uh, Let's start off easy. Name the director. Joe Mantello. Joe Mantello, that's right. Two points. A fun fact, won the Tony the year for... Won the Tony the year of Wicked, but not for Wicked. But not for Wicked. He went for Assassins. Very cool. Next, name the choreographer. Wayne Salento. That's correct. Name the set designer. Oh, fuck. I know the costume designer. What does his name start with? E. Eugene. It's Eugene. Same last name as Chandra. Or maybe middle name. Chandra? She, she has three names. The Glinda that plays Chandra? The, oh! The Chandra that plays Oh, Glinda. Eugene um, Schwartz. Lee. No, Eugene Lee. Sorry, Eugene Lee. Duh. We'll give it to you. Yeah. Why not? I knew, I, I knew it was Eugene. And the costume designer... 
Susan Hilferty? Not a question. Oh, well, okay. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Weird. Okay. Actually, it is. Sorry. No, I, I, it, I'm, it just, is. I'm just it, kidding. It is. It legitimately is. I just didn't see it. It's like two questions down on my sheet. <laughs> so I'll give that one to you now. Thank you. Uh, um, Name the... Oh, name a producer. One of them. Mark Platt. Mark Platt is correct. Uh, For Flying Monkey Points, can you name the other four? Oh, I can't name the other... Well, I can... I can name two. That's... I'll just I'll, I won't I won't take the points. I'll just name. Just two try. Of them. Yeah. One of them is Universal, like literally, right. like Universal. Uh, David Stone. Um, and I I I I don't know the other ones. All right. So Mark Platt, Universal. You got those. David Stone. You also got the other two are the. Oh gosh, the Araka Group. No idea. Araka Group. I'm sure. not sure how to say that word. And John B. Platt. Oh, interesting. Yeah. No. Well. The morning. I knew more than you people listening, probably. Yeah. That was that was a little mean. It's true. Yeah, How is. many of these people do you think I know, know, I know this much about for, Wicked? This is the whole reason why yes. we're playing this game. Also, Michael. for any of you who are wondering, yes, Mark Platt is Ben Platt's father. Oh. Yeah. Wow. It's nepotism. At yeah, its nepotism. I'm not saying that Ben Platt isn't talented, but Ben Platt's father did produce Dear Evan Hansen and is producing the film. So he's really just out here to get his son awards. Anyway, continue. All right. The next question. In what U.S. city did Wicked do its out-of-town tryout? San Francisco. That's correct. Flying monkey question. Who played Alphaba and Glinda in the original Workshop cast? I will. For five points, say it's nice. Kristen Chenoweth and Stephanie J. Block. Awesome. I knew you'd get that one. Yep. Uh, on what date did Wicked officially open on Broadway? October third, two. Oh yeah, October thirtieth, two thousand three. Sorry, that is correct. The date, the day before Halloween. That's correct. Yes. Uh, what Tony Awards did Wicked win? It only won, but I believe it won three. Correct? Am I wrong? It won. It, it won three. Mm-hmm. It won. Yes, it won three. Actress, costume, and set. That's right. Do you know who the winners were? Yeah, you, was, you got the points already. I'm Eugene Lee, Susan Hilferty, and Adina Menzel. That's right. Good job. Finally, we've got... Oh, not finally. There's a whole other page of questions we for love this one. It. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. Uh, but there is a flying monkey here. Uh, what other Tony, Tony nominations did Wicked receive? Oh, it received many. It received uh, Kristen Chenoweth, also in Leading Actress. But that was the end of the acting nomination. So we have Best Musical. We have Best Direct... No! We have Best Musical. We don't have Best Director for Joe Mantello because he's nominated for Assassin. So we have Best Musical. Two for Best Actress... Score, book, that's five. Costumes, sets, that's seven. Did the sound category exist? Uh, I don't know if it existed, but it did not get enough. It would, yeah. It, so I don't think I know. I don't think it exists. Lighting, is, that's, that's that's correct. That's eight. Uh, orchestrations, that's correct. That's nine. Is there just one more? There's one more. And I'm going to say that it's. I don't think it's choreography. It is, it is? choreography. Okay, well, there we go. Good job. How, what was the point value? Oh, I didn't roll. Well, three. Three. Yeah, because it led the nominations. It had it had ten, but it only won three. With a whopping 1,345,482,298 dollars, Wicked is the second highest grossing musical on Broadway to date. For two pointy hats, what's the first? The Lion King. That's correct. The answer is always the Lion King. <laughs> the answer is always the Lion King. Just actually, for the rest of these questions, the answer is all the, Lion King, the so Lion King. So we're going to call it quits. <laughs> we're good. No, we're good. I'm kidding. Uh, actually, this next question is one that I think is very fun. Okay. 
During her tenure as Glinda in Wicked on Broadway, Kristen Chenoweth experienced a number of onstage mishaps. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read to you four scenarios. Yep. Three of them actually happened to Kristen. And one didn't. And one I made up. Okay. For two pointy hats, try and spot the scandalous lie. Scandalous? Okay, go. First scenario, Kristen Chenoweth's bubble didn't come down for the start of the show. Okay. Only bubbles from the machine. Uh Uh-huh. They stopped the show and started over. This time, it came down. However, there was so much soap on the stage from the bubbles that one of the Aussians slipped and fell. Okay. Glinda was greeting the Aussians at the time of the fall, so she just helped him up. Okay. The next scenario. During the infamous infamous hair flip during Popular, Kristen Chenoweth herniated two discs in her neck. She was prescribed Vicodin. Her doctor did not tell her to cut the pill in half, so she took two... So, so, no, no, no. So she took a whole one, just one, before the show. (laughs) Uh, She came down in her bubble and was slurring her lines. She doesn't remember the show, but people from repeat viewings told told her it was her best one yet. Okay. Third scenario. During one show, there was a malfunction with the hydraulic arm that lowers Glinda's bubble machine apparatus, Uh causing Kristen to have a much rougher landing than usual. In the incident, she was jostled around so much that she cracked a few ribs. She was prescribed Vicodin again, but knew better than to take a whole one because of the, quote, hair flip incident. Okay. And the final scenario here is, during one show, Glinda's bed did not come out for popular. Kristen sat on the floor where she improvised a song about missing her bed. The scene did not continue until Idina asked her if she wanted to share her bed. Okay. She agreed, and the scene continued. Okay, so the bed happened. The bed did happen. The bed did, did happen. The hair flip happened, where she hurt her neck, because I'll tell a fun story in a second about, about that. And the other two was when the bubble was delayed and had to start over, and the other one was when the bubble was, like, r- rickety coming down. I'm gonna say it was the one with the, the the first one happened and the third one you made up. You are correct. Yes, because I, 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 um, um, because she said that, yeah, I remember her saying that when it finally came down, she almost couldn't sing because there were so many bubbles that had been, because they, they never shut off the machine. It just <laughs> They just going. kept it going. <laughs> the fun, the funny story is, um, and I, I I can't remember if this is verified, but I remember seeing a photo that is now not on the internet anymore. So, but I remember seeing it on Playbill.com. There was um after she hurt her neck, she like wanted to go on still and not miss a bunch of performances because I think it was around Tony's time, and so she for a few performances wore a bedazzled neck brace. Oh, yes, very cool. I've got a flying monkey for you if you okay. want it. Yep. Somebody has cracked a few ribs. So we, we just figured out that I was lying about Kristen. Yeah, I know the answer ribs. to this question. Somebody has. Who was it? And tell me why. Like, tell me the story. Five points. It's nice. A, it's Adina Menzel. It's the her second. It's the, the, the matinee. The Saturday matinee performance before her final performance the next day on Sunday. Uh, she's melting at the end and some, there's like someone hit a button too soon. Uh, and she tells the story, but it actually was like a sub tech person, unfortunately. And, uh, she was in the act two dress and she cracked her ribs and they brought her to the hospital and she had to yell at them that they weren't allowed to cut up in the dress because it cost like $30,000. That is every detail of the story I was going to, yep. of, of like, you know, wow. Yeah. 
Wow. Okay. <laughs> and then she shows up the next day in the infamous red tracksuit and does the Shoshana Bean does the evening p- performance and does the the Sunday matinee. You have shown and me the this. red tracksuit yeah. is for the finale when she pops up out when like the scarecrow knocks. Adina was, was came out there. and she did the finale. Of the in show. the red tracksuit. Yeah. That's that. That's what Aww, that is. That's cute. Yeah. And that's why she, that's also why, I mean, they paid her a shit ton of money, why she did the show in London, because she hadn't, like, really got a final performance. So she's like, I'll do it for three months, because it lets me kind of, like, end triumphantly, as opposed to ending with, like, a horrible story. We have six questions left in this category. Okay. And then one more category to go, but it is a lightning round. Mm -hmm. All right. So the last six questions start with, how many different looks does Alphaba wear each show? Okay. Here we go. She opens in that, like, Wizard and I, like, beanie thing. And she wears that. She changes into the, um, I think she even wears it at the beginning of Dancing Through Life and then changes into the frock, which then she wears that frock through Dancing Through Life, through Popular. She then puts on that white jacket that she wears for All If I'm Not That Girl. Then she has the quick change for, um, One Short Day. Oh, God. Oh, was that, was that four? I don't remember where my, Sorry. Sorry. I'm not counting. Sorry. Wizard and I. <laughs> um, and sorry, I, I have to start again. Wizard and I. Then she puts on the frock. Then she puts on the white coat. Yes. Then she puts on the quick change for um, for uh, one short day. I don't think we're going to count when she puts on the cape for Defying Gravity because it's the same costume. Uh, then it's the Act 2 dress. And then she pops out at the end in yeah. the frock again. But then she changes... So I say it's six. She does change back into the actor dress to bow. So it's not a new costume. It's a new costume change, which would be seven. Well, that's way more than I had on my list. Okay, so I'm right. But uh, <laughs> we will give it to you. Yeah, because thank you. you came with receipts. Yes, I did. I did. <laughs> All right. For flying monkey points, tell me how many Glinda wears. Glinda's. Okay, so I will do this and I will. Five points. She comes out in the opening dress. She then changes into her little white thing for shiz. She, um, she then, in the middle of Dancing Through Life, comes out in the pink dress, because then she wears that through all of Popular. Then she's not in the next scene. So then she's in some other thing she wears for the scene before One Short Day, but she changes into the yellow dress. Then for One Short Day, she wears that through the end of Act 1. She comes out in the Avita goodness look for at top of Act 2. She has that beautiful ball gown she wears for like four seconds. Isn't that the same ball, ball gown she's in in the bubble? No, she wears, literally for just the I'm Not That Girl reprise, you know that random part where they do the like couples dance for 40 seconds? Oh yeah. And they have those gorgeous costumes. She wears a different one. Then she goes back into the Glinda ball gown, which she doesn't ever wear, which she wears for the rest of the show, so eight. All right, I had six. So oh, uh, again, we came with receipts, and I, and I would say, and not like the, All the, five of those the ones you obviously you didn't remember the one, and the other one you probably forgot because I couldn't even tell you what it is, but I know it's different. Honey, I didn't re- try to remember oh. any of this. I was gonna say because none of these questions are from my memory. It's the these one are all from the internet. It's the the one before <laughs> one short day because I don't know what it is, but she has a quick change. Oh. You know what I mean, like I have no idea what she looks like in it, but she has a quick change. All right. How many pounds of dry ice does the Broadway production of Wicked use per show? Oh, I don't... Ten? Two hundred and fifty. Jesus Christ, I didn't even know how... I didn't know how dry <laughs> ice works, and I was truly a guess. <laughs> um, how much does Galinda's bubble dress, like the gown that she wears in the bubble machine, weigh? Thirty pounds. Forty pounds. Okay. How long... 
uh, does Glinda have to change from her bubble gown, you know, from the beginning of the show, into Hirsch's university student look? I would say it's a minute, because it's the beginning of Dear Old Shiz. It is. It is 45 seconds. Okay, yeah. I'll give it to you. Yeah. I'll be nice. Flying monkey question. Uh-huh. How long does do the ensemble members have to change from their Aussian costumes after No One Mourns the Wicked going into Dear Old Well, Chiz? I will roll on this one point and say it's like, it's like 15 seconds and they run off in like, it. they, they go and like people exit and then come on and then the other people exit. It's like staggered, but it's like 10 to 15 seconds. That's correct. Each actor has only about 10 or 15 seconds to change yeah, before they have to make off. their shiz entrance again. Yeah. But the whole transition takes about a minute and 30 seconds. I'll give you the points. Yeah, thank you. What were they? Five? One. One. Hmm. Yeah, this dice hates me. <laughs> um, How many wigs go out on stage during each performance of Wicked? Oh, God. A hundred? Seventy-five. Okay. But there are 90 wigs in total, including the backups. Damn. Yeah, because all the standbys and understudies, yeah. Here's an easy one. You'll know this. Landscape green chroma cake is the main ingredient in the makeup cocktail used to paint alphabet green for uh-huh. each performance. What cosmetic company Mac. manufactures it? Mac Cosmetics. Mac. That's right. And we were saying the other day, I, I wonder if they just now buy it wholesale like f- from Mac. Like, I doubt they're like, I, I, I don't even know if Mac still makes that shade, but I'm sure they make it for them. All right. It's time for the lightning round. It is time for the lightning round. That's all of our questions for the four regular categories. We've got a change in the weather lightning round left. Okay. In this category, you'll have to answer as quickly as you can to earn pointy hats. Okay. You'll have two minutes to answer all 16 questions in this category. Uh, For the flying monkeys for this category, once we're done, if you've gotten more than half of them correct... You'll roll your die when we're done with okay. these 16 questions. If you got more than half correct, that number will be added to your score. Okay, love If you got less than half correct, that'll be taken from your score. Okay. So I'm basically just answering all the questions you say, and then we'll figure out the points after. That's right. right. Okay, love it. All right. Time will start after I finish reading the first question. Okay. All right. Finish the lyric. She's a terror. She's a tartar. We don't mean to show a bias. But Galinda, you're a martyr. That's correct. What character says, we can't all come and go by bubble? Alphaba. That's correct. What is the name of the school where Alphaba and Galinda meet? University. That's correct. What is the title of the Act 1 finale? Oh, um, Defying Gravity. That's correct. Finish the lyric. Like a froggy, ferny cabbage. The baby is unnaturally green. That's correct. What character says... Let the green girl go. Uh, Glinda. False. That is oh, incorrect. no, it's it's Fierro. Too, yeah, yeah, it's too, too late. late. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what is the name of the show that Alphaba and Glinda see during One Short Day in Emerald City? Wizomania. That's correct. Who does Alphaba run away with in the end? Uh, Fierro. That's right. Finish the lyric. Well, I don't know if I believe that's true. I don't know if I believe that's true, but I know I'm who I am today because I knew you. That's correct. What character says, are people born wicked or do they have wickedness it's thrust upon them? them? That's Glinda. What is the title of Alphaba's first solo number in the show? Uh, the Wizard and I. That's right. What is the name of the first monkey Alphaba casts a levitation Shistery. spell on? That's right. And finish the lyric. Don't be offended by my frank analysis. Uh, don't be frank. frank an- think of it as personality dialysis. That's right. What character says, oh, Miss Alphaba? <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> 
<laughs> Metamorable. That's correct. We have 40 seconds left. Yeah. Two questions remaining. What character is turned into the Tin Man by a magic spell? Bach. That's correct. Final question. What is the title of the touching 11 o'clock number sung by Alphaba and Galinda? For good. That is correct. You finished that with 20 seconds. Sorry, Damn. 26 seconds remaining. And I think I only got one wrong. You only got one wrong. So that's 15 points added to your score off the bat. Let's roll and see how many extra flying monkey points we have got. Five! So that's 20 points for that category. Very good. Very, I only very good. roll a, a one or a five here. All right. That is all of our questions. So we'll oh, take damn. another break. Yeah, we'll come back. I'll calculate your final score. We'll let our audience know just where your wicked knowledge <laughs> lands you. And uh, we'll come back with our trash segment at the very end. Okay, thanks. We're back. Michael just told me on our break that yes. he told a scandalous lie. I did. So I, I, uh, he's going to set our record straight right I, now. Yes, I do just need to correct the record. My username, I as I was um, taking a break uh, when we were calculating the points, was Wicked Warlock of the South. It was. I remember I used the. The, the uh, one that was the one used. that was not included. Anyway, nice. Continue. Oh, you wanted to feel like you were part of the family. I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. know. All right. So. Dear listeners, I have calculated our final score for the Elekonomenomenatumatum Trivia Hour, <laughs> and Michael has been elected the new governor of Munchkinland. Oh, that's really with high! 126 points. Oh, damn! He landed in that category there. So that's our second highest category with uh, how hard I made these questions. At least I think they're pretty hard. Um, I think that's pretty good. Also, I will say if the dice had been kinder to me, I would have gotten higher. If you didn't and I not continuously once, rolled one like six times, yeah, I would have... And then like the two that you got wrong with the die yeah. were like higher rolls Yeah, too, which you so know, but you know, it happens, it happens. Yeah. Well, let's blame it on the die. You are... You're not... I'm perfect. It's yeah, the dice fault. the dice fault. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This was so much fun. I mean, yeah. we, are, we are still going to do... To pull it back a second. We are still going to do the um, trash. But I just want to thank Matt because this was so much fun. I love you. Yeah. This was this was an idea. I uh, um Things are a little busy this week. And so um, I was like, well, I, I have to like have an episode kind of recorded. And we had talked about this as uh, a thing I've we been asking to him to do this for months. Yeah. Like, probably like a couple weeks after he first started this podcast. Yeah. I had this idea of doing a, a wicked trivia hour where I would write all these questions and ask him <laughs> because I know that his like his knowledge on this is like it's vast freakish. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really weird. Well, because it's it's and again, just to give a little background of like a little more background about me. I mean, I I was a very weird kid. I had, I mean, people who know me now, this would like shock them because I'm so talkative, but I didn't have a lot of friends and I was very quiet Um, and I didn't like in different way from you where like you weren't allowed to maybe listen to some <laughs> stuff like i just like did wasn't listening to popular like i'm always finding out songs now but like I, i'm learning that i never heard before um and i just don't tell people but like it's so it's like the cd's i had growing up i had like the score to harry potter on a cd and that's what, like it was it was very it was very weird the music that i was listening to and so i remember getting the wicked cd and like literally walking around with it listening to me get skip as i like walked with my <laughs> CD, like player. cd player i remember sitting in the dermatologist actually listening to it like waiting in the waiting room being like what is this? And I remember driving home from Christmas one year, blasting in the car. For, and I remember my, for my parents, and we were playing Defying Gravity, and we were like, 
how does this person sing? I'm getting emotional. We're like, how does this person sing like this? And I remember all of us being like, wow. And so then I never thought it would come here. And I was like, mom, we have to go to Toronto to see it. And so we went up to Toronto to see it. And then it came like next year. And I saw it like 40,000 times. I'm crying. Um, <laughs> I don't cry. I don't, I don't have emotions. So the show just means a lot to me. Um, and it's not the greatest piece of art ever created, but it's my favorite piece of <laughs> It's my favorite piece of art um, ever created. So thank you for uh, and I think that's what this podcast is all about, yeah, is having a space for play, like for things that aren't necessarily, I mean, this is critically acclaimed, it's it's a Tony Award winning musical, but it's yeah. not necessarily like the, the seminal piece of theater yeah. from our, our generation or our lifetime or whatever. People feel bad when they say it's their favorite musical, because you feel like you're not Right, but that's to. what this podcast is for. Yeah. It's a place yeah. where you can take the things that you love shamefully and, you know have have a place to, to love them this that's... fucker got me to cry <laughs> wow well <that's... laughs> last time he cried was watching mama mia 2 here we go again <laughs> <laughs> oh it's unfortunately true okay so All right. is it time for it is time trash? for our trash okay. um i'll let you go first oh wow i you got me. you got me gal okay um we we wanted like wicked themed trash right yeah yeah okay yeah, so i was gonna I, try to keep it i do i do have one um and this goes out to the cast well i, I guess it's now two prong so it's out to the casting directors of wicked one i mean like alpha was green so like let's get like a like a black woman yes, to play her as like please. a principal on broadway like that's like, this is something that, that should have happened yeah. a long time ago there's no reason why and it's... like they have had like like some like latina women like both mandy gonzalez and Lindsay, Lindsay mendez but like I, it needs to be like you need to have a principal full time black alphabet period stop. But that that it wasn't what I was going to go into because that just like needs to happen. What I want the casting directors to like s- revert to is, and I've said this to you, and I've said this to our friend B- Bobby Hall as well because he agrees with me. They're ca- like the- <sighs> Glinda's were cast as like women in their thirties because you play the like younger part but then you need to be able to bring the depth to the beginning of act two particularly in the rest of the show what happens now is that they cast these like young girls out of college who are so funny in the first act and then have no perception of how to act in the second and that's my like big hang up is that more and more um just the the actors as i see kept being cast as glinda typically on tour unfortunately are just not i just don't the magic is being lost a bit there. And it's hard. I mean, Adina is obviously iconic and she won the Tony, but I'd argue that Glinda's the much harder role to step into because Alphaba, she's like, it, it's it's easier to walk, to walk those dramatic beats. It's harder to recreate Kristen Chenoweth's yeah, comedy. And, they, they, and that part was expanded for her. So it's like, it's literally written for her. So, um, so that's hard, but I would just ask the casting directors to open their mind and uh, find some people who are better. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about you? All right. Uh, so I had two trashes that I came okay. up with this week. Why do the people at Disney and ABC keep making? Why do, why do they keep making Idina sing outside when it's cold? <laughs> no. Can we make this stop, please? I know we do need to stop. Can we write a petition? Her? It's never cute. It's never a good moment. So what are the two times? There was one that you showed me not that long well, ago. Well, so there's the, singing from the, Frozen there's, there's the infamous little Let It Go on New Year's Eve, which is right. Just yeah, not good. that one's not good. And the and one I showed you was her at the Macy's, like not the tree lighting, but like when they have those displays. Oh, okay. maybe it's Bloomingdale. Wherever right. they have in New York, we walked past them, but we didn't see them. They're like beautiful, like Christmas displays. Oh, cool. And um, 
Idina was singing Show Yourself, um, and poor girl was singing on a karaoke track, and the end of it, where it's like, ah, she literally has the mic, and she's like, I'm gonna do, I'm not gonna sing the note, but like, the way she had in the mic, she was like, like that's literally right. what it sounds like. She's like scared she won't make it. She won't hit the note. So she yeah. like takes and, like, it like girl, three feet from her mouth, hits the note, and then brings it back. And girl, like, but it just like looked We're scared for you too. But, yeah. <laughs> but it's like stop making her sing in the cold though. I just know, like like bring her inside. Just my, bring her inside. My, my favorite just, part too. Just was let that, her in. Um I mean, one, a frozen tangent for a second, show yourself is just a better song. Um, but also it's an easier thing for her. It fits more in her pocket. And so when Frozen 2 came out, there was lots of interviews. They're like, oh, we hear you've got this like new big song because it was Into the Unknown. That's the one they were pushing for the Oscar. And the whole time she was always like, you know, I really think the better song is Show Yourself. And I was like, because this bitch knows she's going to have to sing Into, <laughs> sing the, into yeah. the Unknown on the Oscars. And then when she had to, she was like, but what if we brought in like 50 other women? <laughs> <laughs> Work your way around it, girl. Do yeah, what you gotta. We stand. We stand. So the other trash that I had, um, which is something that you you touched on briefly for like a second uh, i sort of ignored it because i wanted to save it for now is like why do we have like why do we have a movie i love the prom but why do we have a prom movie when this mo- when this musical is literally like an infant compared to wicked yeah. and we've been waiting on a wicked movie since before the wicked the musical was ever even a thing i I, I I have two answers for you one is that ryan murphy basically has a blank check at netflix so that's why we got the prom movie but um, the the um because that was part of his like 300 million dollar deal but the wicked movie is in constant turmoil um i don't know what it is i mean on one level i think that they don't want it to be like phantom they don't want it like to it to just not be great like because phantom looks pretty it's just not a great movie it's not i don't think the phantom adaptation is bad i just think it's forgetful like i never think of it um and so i think they're just cautious also universal's already involved which makes it all i would say almost harder because when a like i feel like when you when a company finally signs on you know say it's like uh say let's say something like netflix when they sign on they're all in they're done universal's already in bed with it so they don't care how long it takes because they're already they're already making money from the show whereas when the companies come in they need to make the movie to make money but like universal doesn't care but the one positive for a while it was going to be stephen daldry who like made i think he made the hours and the reader and like cool that seems weird the new guy is john chu who made crazy rich asians and made in the heights and in the heights looks great so i think he's a much better choice i think we'll get a more exciting cast with someone like him um so i'm looking forward to the movie i'm looking forward to uh i don't i don't know Adina playing like a background character. Adina, right, yeah. Kristen, like, Adina is Madame Morrible. Or... I will say, Adina if... is the one that walks around and dancing through life with correct. The <laughs> there are a few casting ideas I have been thinking of. Like I know you didn't watch Bridgerton, but you saw like enough of it. I saw it in, in, in bursts. I think that Regé Jean Page, who played the Duke, should play Fiero because he's very, he's pretty, very pretty, and he would he would be. Yeah, I agree and, with that. And he, he sings. He sings. Yeah, he sang on, on SNL. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, um and. The, I will wait to see how, how she is, but the girl who's playing Maria in this in the new West Side Story can sing, and so she could she could potentially be a good alphabet as well. Um, but those are hard parts to cast. There's also part of me that thinks I, it wouldn't be the worst animated movie either. I know a weird thing to say, but like the end. That's no, I agree. It's going to be hard to do the end of Act One. To animation, and it's going to be hard to do the end of Act One in a way. I mean, Act One, but it's going to be hard to do Defying Gravity in a way that's not going to look stupid. So I. 
commend them for doing all they can. I'm just concerned about how that's going to look. Mm, yeah, surrender, Dorothy. Like, <laughs> yeah, I just, I'm, I just don't know what that right. looks like. But yeah, no, also, that's why we're not making the movie, yeah. and we will just right. go and give them our money for it and watch the movie. And so, uh, if Kristen Chenoweth would stop playing with her face, she probably could be Mara Morable. Like that was going to but... be my other trash, but I yeah. thought it was too mean. My, well, my like third trash was like all of the work that that she's had on it her is, face. And it's, it, okay. it's not. It's not coming from a bad place or anything. She just like yes. looks like an alien now because her it skin is, is so not tiny. kind of us men to comment on what a woman in Hollywood has to do to remain yeah, relevant. I but know. I will just say, like, when you see like these Broadway accounts that share, like, there's this old photo of Adina and her that they shared from like a CD signing in 2003, and you're like, ooh, like you just don't like Adina just looks young. Kristen just like doesn't look like her anymore, and so that's just a little unfortunate. But stream pushing daisies on HBO Max. Oh my gosh, pushing daisies. Oh. <laughs> Every time you bring that up, I want to watch it. And every time I sit down in front of the TV, I forget that you it's available. The, you forget that it's on there. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, Michael, this has been so much fun. Do you have any closing remarks on Wicked? No, it made me fucking cry about it. So, I, <laughs> I, I, I no, I don't think there's anything. I don't think I have anything else All right. to where, say. Where can oh. the fans fall? Oh, sorry. You weren't done. The last thing I will say is I wish they would amend the Grammy rules because Wicked won the Outstanding Cast Album Grammy. But at the time, the principal soloist didn't get it because Adina would have had a Grammy. She doesn't have a Grammy. Anyway. And, <laughs> all right. Yeah. I don't have an opinion there. I'm sorry. No, friends. I'm sorry. It's okay. it's <laughs> um, uh, where can our, fa- where, where can the fans, fans follow, follow you? Me, the fans can follow me. Um, and they can follow you too, because you're not, you're, you're not going to be followed anywhere. The fan, the fans can follow me at, at Michael Koyak on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and, uh, at Michael Koyak on TikTok. I'll leave the podcast ones to you though. Thank you. I was going to interrupt you if no, you tried no, to jump yeah, on no, my knew, line. No, I'm the host. Well, cause I know you're, you don't have any social media to plug. No, because, I don't have any social media Yeah, so to plug. you you can follow me if you want to yeah, follow if you want to know what's happening in my life, follow Michael, please. Because yeah. I'm not posting anything. <laughs> You can follow the podcast at That's Trash Pod on Twitter and Instagram, and That's Trash with Michael Bukowiak on Facebook, and you can visit our website at thatstrash.com. Thank you so much for being a good sport and playing this game with me, Michael. I really, really wanted to do it, and I had a great time. I had a great time, too. All right. I love you. I love you, too, baby. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to That's Trash with Michael Wachowiak. Our music is provided by Lightbeats. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and visit our website at thatstrashpod.com.